Mr. Curtis, would you please state your full name for the record? My uh, name is Clinton Eugene Curtis. And where do you reside? Tallahassee, Florida. And what is your profession? I'm a computer programmer. Would you please speak into the microphone so the audience can hear your testimony? I'm a computer programmer. Mr. Curtis, are there programs that can be used to secretly fix elections? Yes. How do you know that to be the case? Because in October of 2000, I wrote a prototype for President Congressman Tom Feeney at the company I worked for in Oviedo, Florida, that did just that. And when you say did, did just that, it would rig an election? It would flip the vote 51-49 to whoever you wanted it to go to and whichever race you wanted to win. And would that program that you designed be something that elections officials that might be on county boards of elections could detect? They'd never see it. Mr. Would you answer that question once again? They would never see it. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you. Now, that was back. This guy wrote the first algorithm in history for the machines to flip votes, 51-49. Okay, and he admitted it. And Clint Curtis is here right now. Come on out, Clint. I don't care. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a background about Clint. I heard about him two weeks ago, everybody. Two weeks ago. And I'm going, what? I said, this guy made the first algorithm, and he's a Democrat, and he, and he voted Biden. And I'm hearing about this, and I go, and I couldn't believe it. And I said, and he wants to tell the world about... Uh, about what happened or what it's, how it all started and where he wants to go now. And I get on the phone and I call, I call up Clint and I'm going, okay, I'm telling Kendra this is, this is a God thing of all time. So a little mix up, I was meeting him in New York and I, and I went to Florida by accident. It was quite a mix up, okay? And he's calling me on the phone and I'm going, where are you? And he goes, we're, I'm inside the airport at the museum. So I'm in the airport in Sarasota, Florida, going, um, where's, your, where's your museum? And they're going, Mike, we don't have a museum. I go, I go Clint, they, don't, they can't find the museum. This guy doesn't know. The next guy, hey, Mike, hey, Mike. I said, where's the museum? No, we don't have a museum. And I find out I'm, he's in New York. So then I fly up there, and then... The, <laughs> it was You're like planes, trains, and automobiles, right? So I thought, this guy, he's going to think I'm I know, a nuts or something. And I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. So we sit down, finally. It's going to be a maybe an hour meeting. And, and I start telling him, where I'm, it's about me. And, I say, and, I, and he goes, he hands me this piece. I tell him something for about an hour, or half hour probably, right? And Clint hands me a piece of paper, and on it, is bullet points on there, a, a strategy of how we can unite Democrats and Republicans to, to unite to get rid of the machines. And, and I said, and I said, I said, and he goes, here's what we need to do, here's what we need to do. And I go, I said, no, we've done that. We're ready. I said, you got to come to this event. We have to do it now. We get one shot at this. 
And he's, and he's sitting there going, well, I got an idea. I'll go over here. I have my Democrat friends, and, and, uh, and uh, he, he's naming them. And you all know the names. He'll tell you in a second. He goes, he goes, I can convince them. You go over here, and you talk to, you know, people over here. And I go, no, we need to bring it to the people, and we get one shot at this, okay? So, Clint, first of all, could you tell him, uh, did I say everything right? You did. <laughs> it's Syracuse, New York, okay. not Sarasota, yeah, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My pilots, they go, I go, we're going to Syracuse, Florida. They go, you mean Sarasota? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they both start with an S. I think, I think a machine switched the letters on me in my phone. Tim Cook, did you do that, Tim? Huh? Tim's gone fox on me. He's not talking right now. He's trying to listen up. Okay. Um, can you give us, a, you know, you wrote the first, give us the background, the story you started to tell me and my mouth was dropping uh, back in the years when the person asked you to, to write this, the first algorithm in a, in a computer. Go ahead. Well, back in 2000, I worked for a company in Orlando, Florida, and um, I was a programmer. I'm a lawyer now, but I was a programmer then. You can't be a programmer after you become a whistleblower. It doesn't work out. Anyway, so um, I'm a lawyer now. And so the person who came in and requested a, basically a touchscreen machine. I don't know if you have a touchscreen machine, but that it could be manipulated. I figured it's like a penetration thing. I can write it, I can show them what to do, and then I can tell them how to make sure it doesn't happen. So I wrote it, I handed it to them. It's really simple. In fact, let me put it on the screen for you if you wanna see it. I kept it. Are we up? Oop. Okay. We're not on the screen. Oh, there we are. There we are. We're on the screen. Okay. Did everyone hear that? Okay, so start over with the, when they came, somebody came to you, right? Okay. A uh, fellow who, he was the Speaker of the Florida House. He was also the head lobbyist of the company I worked for. Now, in most places, that might be considered a uh, conflict of interest but I was in Florida. Now, was uh, this guy, this guy was, this guy was Tom Feeney? Tom Feeney. Okay, who was Tom Feeney? He was Speaker of the Florida House, and he was, was a he, running mate of Jeb Bush. Was he a, he what was, was he, a Republican? He was a Republican. He was a Republican, okay. At the time, I was a Republican, so I figured he's a good guy, right? And what, and what are you now? I am now a Democrat. I've been a Democrat for- And you voted for Biden, right? I voted for Biden. Okay. I even liked no. Biden when I was a Republican, so I am like a Biden Democrat. Right. I need you to all know this, okay? And so this Republican came to him, says, Tom Feeney, now go ahead and tell him what he, what he asked you to do. Essentially, he wanted this program where the vote could be manipulated. My assumption was it's to keep it from happening. You know, those evil Democrats might be out there writing it right now. So we're going to show how it works and how to fix it. And um, so essentially, this is what I wrote. It's the same thing. I mean, I couldn't take it out of the company, but I just rewrote it because it's so simple. Anyway, as you can see, you have a Democrat, a Republican, and a Green Party. Okay? So if you look at the Here, box, go, go the mic there. if you look at the box in the bottom, you would not see that on your machine, obviously, when you're voting. But it's a little better if you can actually see what's going on. So in this, basically, if you do what it's supposed to do, and you, you vote for the Democrat, Democrat goes up by one. You vote for the Republican, Republican goes up by one. Vote for the Green, so you can add to that 15 vote total, and it goes up by one. 
Okay. You guys but, caught that when he said, do what you're supposed to do, vote for the Democrat. Did you right. see that part? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so there you are. But let's say that sometime during the election, you are now going to go in and fix this vote. If you can see the Republicans at 1242 and the Democrat is at 866, right? But I want the Democrat to win. So all I have to do is just tell him, wave a magic wand, and there it goes. And on the totals, it's fixed. On the logs, it's fixed. Everything is fixed. Because a lot of people talk about the logs being wrong. That is lazy programming. Logs don't write themselves. Programmers write logs, okay? So everything on that computer, I own. I can change the screen. I can change the totals. I can change the logs. I can do everything, okay? I can even make this program eat another program so that you can't find the switch. So would it be a program that you designed that, some, that election officials could detect? They have no chance because they don't see that box either. And, and this program, the first algorithm you made was what, 5149? 5149, exactly. So exactly. Every, 51 everything 49. switches 5149. The reason for that is because it's far enough along that you don't launch an automatic recall. So it was a good you number. You guys hear that? So it was developed so it wouldn't launch an automatic recall. Right. So back was, then, this was simple. Now, these were simple, but very simple algorithms. Very simple. Let me show you the code. Code is very simple. It's 24 lines code long. So the whole program is probably 200 lines, but open up, guy. There you go. So this is the actual code you wrote? Yes. This is actually it. What year was this? This was 2000. 2000, everybody. Right. 2000. Keep that in your head. And the problem when you start off with a weapon, you don't get to keep that weapon. Suddenly the other side has it. Somebody else finds out to hack it. Because this, if you use machines, they are so hackable, it's almost the last guy in wins. So if I'm hacking to make Fred win, and the guy behind me is hacking to make Sally win, and he comes in after me, I lose. He wins. It's just the way it works because the code's going to... It's kind of like the last guy in a silent auction. Right. The last bid. So other than the fact that it's a bad idea to cheat democracy, it's also not really secure either. So you can decide that you don't like somebody, he's gone. Okay, where's it at here? There you go. This is the code. If the Republican, you take the sum, you get 51%, then you do the math, you cut it back, and you do it right. So my math always adds up. You have a lot of these where the math doesn't add up. I'm better than that, okay? <laughs> my math always adds up. My logs always are right, okay? Because I took the time to do it. And it's a prototype, so you're not even going to roll this out. This is something someone else is going to pick up and put on a machine. So it doesn't go directly on the machine as it is. But the key is, and when I did this, of course, I gave them how you would make sure that you don't use this stuff and how it couldn't influence an election because that's what I thought the purpose was. So I gave them a list of what you need to do, and it's real simple. It's the same thing we need to do today. First of all, don't use the machine, right? It's a good start. Right. I want to go, I want to go back a little bit. So when you, when you, you gave this to this uh, Tom Feeney, and then when did you realize they were using it to, in elections? Well, when I gave it to the owner of the company, Feeney wasn't there at the time. When I gave it to the owner of the company, I said, here you go, and here's a list of what you have to do to make sure you 
don't get taken advantage of by machines. And the company said, uh, this isn't really for stopping vote fraud, this is for flipping votes. They used it for... They used South it. Florida, right. You thought it might be showing how somebody could do it to stop it. Right. And then all of a sudden you realized they were using it to steal. Yeah. But I didn't think they'd be able to use it. Because who's going to be stupid enough to use a machine where you don't see the source code and it's going to tell you who won? Really? That's just stupid. <laughs> Nobody's going to do that, right? So, um, you know, I ignored it. Let go away. I wasn't all that involved in politics. I was a Republican from Illinois, so, which is markedly different than a Republican from Florida, guys. It just is. Anyway, so um, didn't ignore it. But then in 2004, the election went haywire. And everything was 51-49, 51-49. What election was this? Uh, this was Bush? Bush. This was Bush. <laughs> exactly 51-49. Exactly 51-49. They had all this polling they were doing. They go, well, look, uh, Kerry won the women vote, and Kerry won the men's vote, and Bush won the total. Well, what sex is that? You know? What, what put him over the top? <laughs> was that a deviation? Yeah. Right? And there was a lot of that so going then on. So then it dawned on you they were using what you using. So, developed. So I notified everybody and told them what was going on and figured they would be able to grab onto this. And everybody, Democrats and Republicans alike, would rally around it and throw these machines in the ocean. Right. It's been 20 years, guys. And they've done nothing. Okay. You know, I, you can see from some of the clips, these are some of the people that I talked to about it. I talked to Hillary Clinton. I talked to Barack Obama when he was just coming in as a senator. You know, he showed me around his office because, you know, he was really excited. Even though it, when you first come in as a senator, it's in the basement. It smells funny, but he was real happy with it. So, you know, he shows me around the office. But, you know, we talked to him about all this stuff, and they were on board, but the Republicans were not moving at the time. So the Democrats wanted to remove them, and the Republicans would not. The Republicans hadn't been bit yet. Right, right. Until you get bit by it, it's okay. You know, you hey, can Clint, ignore it because it doesn't affect you, right? Clint, I want to I want to back up to the to the 2000. First of all, have you ever taken a lie detector test? I did, of course. What year was that? Right after when when you went 2004. When, what year did you become a whistleblower? Did you go out there? When was that that hearing when you said, "Hey, we." I, I, I was the first co- what? 2004, I think okay. I did the testimony, and then 2005, yeah. I actually took the test. Okay. Um, is that, if, have any, I don't know if I'm getting ahead here, I just wanted to make sure you, we cover this, you guys, because it's so important. When, were there any other countries that you started to see using your, your source code? Yes, and they started coming to me. I've done documentaries probably 30 documentaries around the country. Um, we did Italy, they got rid of the machines. We did Germany, they got rid of the machines. Uh, in 2018, Netherlands called because they had the Russians poking in on their machines and they were scared that something was gonna happen. And they called me up and said, what can we do to protect our machines? And I said, you can throw them in the ocean. And by ho, 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 <laughs> I'd say melt them down and recycle and use them for prison bars. <laughs> oh. But, He's much more recycling than him. I'd throw but him in I the want ocean. to tell you this. So that was in 2018. 2018. So they came to him knowing he wrote the first algorithm and said, what do we do? What can we do to stop this? And he, he says, you've got to throw them away. You have to yeah. do what? Paper and hand counted. There is nothing you can do to right. stop it. If you the can't stop out there, it you can't. ever. Okay. Now, I want you all to hear this. Very important. So the Netherlands came to him and you said, 
you can't use them. It's, there's no way to secure them. So what did they do and how long did it take? It was, it was six months before their election. So obviously they're stuck with them, right? How can you switch in six months? But if you're in the Netherlands, apparently you can, because they did. They stopped using they them immediately. They did it. They went completely to paper went in to less, than full six, hand count. less than six months. Counted the whole thing by because hand. Because why? Because they had to or they were going to lose their country forever. Yep. So they had to get rid of them, and they did. You know, they so they came to the guy, and you know what's? Can you imagine back in the early 2000s, you got a guy that admitted he did? Right now, you're going, okay, if we had in here, and you know what? I'm going to tell you this. The new codes wrote, I'll say it. I probably wasn't supposed to. I don't care. There were guys that there were three different times where I had guys from three different countries that were involved, that were coming over here to sit here on this stage and tell you all they wrote this code. They can't make for, uh, for reasons I, you know, there's still stuff going on out there with the investigation. It doesn't matter on who did it. These guys were used for, they were the code writers. They're not, they, it was a tool. You find an evil tool used in these computers. But it would have made it real. But instead we found the guy that wrote the original code. You can't make this up. And, and praise the Lord, he's a Democrat and Biden, so the rotten, crooked media can't say, Mike brought in another Trump supporter. Yeah. Um, Not only am I a Biden supporter, I actually was the uh, Democratic candidate for uh, U.S. Congress down there last year. Right. Yes. Wow. So and, and, and I you, am a Democrat. Is a Democrat. <laughs> but I also would like to see elections that are actually real. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> and, and I want to, I want to tell you, and I want to tell y'all when I, and I had to convince Clint. I said when he told me his plan to, we have to get rid of these, we have to, and he tells me who he was and where it started. I said, I'm, I'm going, okay. I said this isn't. But I've been telling all, and I told him I had to convince him and say this isn't a Trump rally you're coming to. Do you see a hat out there? So these are people that know if we don't have, if we have machines, we lose our country. <laughs> we lose our country. Right. Actually, I don't mind if I see a hat out there. I think everybody should have the right to support whoever they want to support. That's right. right? And then they vote, and then it washes out. But more importantly, in a democracy, we have to believe in it. How many people in this room believe that the last election was fair? Nobody. Even if it was, that's a terrible thing. And I can tell you last time when Trump won, as a Democrat, 80% of the people I talked to did not think he won fairly. So he was not their president like Biden is not yours. Uh, I always play a game to show people how this works. Um, let's play it real quick. Okay. So I'm thinking number between one and two. What's that? I'm thinking number between one and two. Pick it. One to what? Between one and two. Oh, this is that game they play on that one in, in Vic, that movie uh, Las Vegas Vacation. I got this game. I love it. Um, two, wrong, and that's how the elections work with the. Let me DRA. try again. Let me try again. Okay, we're gonna do it again. This time it's like Chevy Chase that time. I can do it one through ten. This time I'm gonna write it down like we do the write paper ballots. Okay. okay, one and two. One. Okay, I'll say wrong, but even if it's right, even if it does say two on here. He won't believe it because I won't show him the paper. Right? You understand that? 
You get that? If you can't count it and you can't see it in a 50-50 country, you're not going to believe it if they keep hiding the ball. Right. And that's what right. they do. Anyone who's and tried I'm to get gonna, records I'm know gonna, that, right? I'm going to go back a little bit when I said the thing about the, the rally because I wanted him to know and 100% believe because he hadn't seen what I've been doing for a year and a half. I had to backtrack in. I had to tell him about Jimmy Kimmel when Jimmy said, Mike, would you do this if, it, if your friend – what if it was flipped? Would you do it if your friend Donald Trump had won it if they picked him? And I said, absolutely. And I told you that story. Yep. I said, and they went back. Washington Post and Political came to Minnesota, and they questioned. <laughs> they were there two days trying to find one person who would say, oh, yeah, if his friend won, he would have never, ever talked about the machines. But he couldn't find one. Because I had already been through that once in Minnesota on another thing where I fought City Hall on morals, what was right. I lost everything I had, but five years later, it all came true. Everything I fought for came true. I saved a whole industry in Minnesota. They called me up, the restaurant industry and the bar industry called me up and said, five of them did, and said, Mike, I want to thank you for what you did. I know you lost everything, but you saved us. And I said, I wouldn't change a thing, knowing that I lost everything back then because it was the right thing to do, and it saved them. You know? So that's why they couldn't say anything. <laughs> And, and, that's, and that's where I wanted to really convince Clint that we are on the same cause that he is, that we all are. And, and now you see by watching this that that's what it is. I do. I'm quite impressed, by the way. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, just because you think all Democrats are crazy communist liberals, I thought you were all wild-eyed, you know, people with axes and those funny horn things on. <laughs> <laughs> They, uh, Not really. <laughs> I've, uh, I've, you know, I've, I've spoke of the uniparty. See, I go a little bit deeper. I think there's a lot more corruption than maybe McClint thinks of the, of the they in both parties. I, I had to tell Clint, I said, I said, and you've seen, um, you're going to see a tape here on the next, when we're done, and you'll see, I, I told him the story, I said, when uh, CNN attacked me four days before the cyber symposium, and they got on this on this Democrat thing, and I said, you, and I went off on, on the interview, and I said, I said, you're wrong. I said, I have never sat and badmouthed um, the Biden or the, or the Democrats. I said, as a matter of fact, I badmouthed the, the Republicans that were popping up like pocket gophers, you know. I mean, I mean, you all heard me. I think you all know how to say Rassenberger now, right? <laughs> I mean, the, the triple count of crime, but I, but this is, this is, i I've never said that it, I always have told you all, I've never changed from the day that I knew that what this was, that it was machines. And I have never changed on that. I said, I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. I, I prayed, we prayed for those kids this morning, that reporter, wherever he is in here, that they would realize that our country's at stake here. You know, the thing they couldn't get me, they couldn't always get me on because I've been to all walks of life. I had never voted. I, had never, I told you that I had never voted. You know, I didn't think politics meant a thing. One of the things that 2020 election has done, not only awoken us to get rid of the machines, but realize how important politicians are. The decisions that are made can affect everything we do. So they better be voted, like Clinton said, by the people and every vote count for that one person. 
Because right or left, it will work itself out eventually, okay? It goes left, it goes right. It all comes back in the center somewhere. So and I, I wanna, don't get too I excited. Ask you, when you, what's been your frustration knowing that you started the code and that you all of a sudden you go, they're using it for, to destroy countries, and, and including our own, and you're frustrated because the other party you wanted isn't even with it, so it's used against even yourself, your own party, you know, whatever. But did you find it, um, we're on the opposite side, so here, back then you're going, okay, the, none of the Republicans, back then was, you told me it was like almost all the Democrats said, hey, they wanted the machines gone, right? It is, they wanted them gone. Um, I actually worked for the Kamala Harris campaign when she uh, did the recall out in, um, which you ran for attorney general, I think it's 2010. Right. So I can talk to these people. If you guys can get the Republicans on board, we can get this done. Oh. Well, we're going to. And we're going to have this in the call to action. I said one of the biggest thing is we have to know, the people have to know in this country, after this cyber or this uh, Moment of Truth Summit, they're going to try the media. Believe me, the media is going to probably go completely silenced, but we have a great call to action. And once the people know, the people, it has to keep coming. We're going to have all these things on Frank's speech for a reason. So you have a place to send people to go there. And the more people, the more people that have seen this, we probably have a couple, two to four million that's seen this weekend. I don't know the numbers yet. But you know what? We need 300. We need a billion people to see. Remember I told you all that, that back in 1973, Elvis Presley did hello from Hawaii? Remember that? One billion people seen that. Almost one, almost, little over one, almost one-fifth or a little over one-fourth the world's population watched that show that in real time. And back then, they didn't have communication. But the word got out because it was so epic. Well, this is going to be up to all of you to get the word out, but we have tools to do it. All the social media platforms, even Suckabuck's Facebook, use it against them, and, <laughs> and Twitter, you know. And now we're going to be able to do things like, here is, you didn't get listened to before, Clint, but we can go around now, the two of us, and try and, you guys get all the people to believe. We can go to now the next level, and we can call on our politicians, all of them, on both sides, and say, hey, we need to get these machines gone or we lose our country. Um, and you're going to find out real quick who doesn't want machines gone, if it's a, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat. You know, that, where they stand. They're not for the people then, because if they're not for either party, what are they for then? <laughs> that you got to think about that. There you go, China. And I give you a little hint on how to threaten them. Don't threaten them that you're not going to vote for them because you can see it's 50-50 whether that matters or not, right? Threaten to take their money away. Don't send them any money. That's what I told the Democrats to talk to their people. Don't send them money because they can get votes from the machine, but they can't get money. Right. And they want your money, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care which party it is. They okay. want your money. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna call, just. I, I gotta wax smartmatic here a little bit because remember they do have a few billions of dollars worth of lawsuits against me. Remember that part? 
I have the record. I'm the highest one in the country now if you combine my company and what they did. And remember, Smartmatic, the historical day of February 4th that started lawfare in the United States and shut Foxstone and everybody else from talking, they shut down our voice. And I'm going to ask you this. Did it surprise you to learn that Smartmatic has been working with the Dutch companies to try to return the Netherlands to the use of voting machines? Of course not. They're going to try and sell all day long, you know. So and they the Netherlands, it. who got rid of it, Smartmatic's over there still trying to take over the, uh, com uh, the country that got rid of it so they had their fair elections. Right. That's and they're going to keep doing that. They keep pushing them here, pushing them there. I mean, in Florida, uh, we actually made a deal to get rid of the DREs. Got rid of them, right? And they came in with the scanners thereafter. And now in Florida, it is illegal to count the paper. Everything has to be sent through the scanner. You cannot count the paper. Illegal. Even the supervisor of election, privately, it is illegal for him to count the paper. Wow. In Florida, it is illegal to test a voting machine any way that the voting machine company doesn't tell you how to test it. I didn't even know that one. That's Any, in Florida? Anyone hear the Volkswagen that case? That's in Florida? Yeah. Anyone hear the Volkswagen case? Okay. They had the Volkswagens out there, right? And they were getting, they were diesel, but they were getting fantastic mileage, right? And they passed all of their emission tests because they were cheating. They knew when they were hooked up to the machine and they knew when they were being tested. So these college kids, not knowing that they could test it some other way, actually tested it on the road and found out that it was completely off. The reason it ran so good is because it was just dumping stuff in the, in the air. So Volkswagen had to settle billions of dollars because basically they had made their machine attuned to when it was being tested and to work right when it's being tested and work differently when it's not. You can do that with any computer. You can do that with any machine. It knows what's going on. Wow. It knows when the elections are real. It knows what day it is. It can do anything it wants to do. Right. So get rid of them, right? So, <laughs> so I don't know if they, here's what I want to tell you all. Clint gives us hope where with our voice, you got to all bring this back. You got to never stop talking about this day ever. We, because if it, you'll get the call to action tonight, but I'm telling you, all you watching, you got to tell, tell, tell. We need the people to know about what we're going to do. We're going to come in from the high. I got a loud mouth. Clinton's willing to be a loud mouth, right? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go, we're going to go to the higher ups out there. He says he's got all the, he's even got Harry Hershey, right? Mm -hmm. Who actually, now follow this, he, he's in movie Kill Chain with my secretary, or I mean my, uh, uh, Amy Klobuchar, senator from Minnesota. She has her booth right outside of my, at the state fair, Minnesota State Fair. And uh, Kamala Harris, they were all in the movie Kill Chain in what, like 2018. That's why I couldn't believe it. I'm watching, they're all in there going, These, we can't use machines, and Harry's going, they're vulnerable, whatever. Well, he was also at the cyber symposium and then we heard Marilyn Todd up there in New Hampshire where he was looking at what went on in New Hampshire, but for some reason he didn't want to talk about it or whatever went on up there. So this is what we have is where we have, we have to, you know, you can't, there, he probably, who knows, he probably has fear going, boy, I'm okay over here. Um, you know, you've got even like Halderman, you know, with that report and, you know, 
and di different things where you have Democrats here and Republicans here. All I'm saying is he's okay up there. He's not sounding the alarm even as much as he was in 18 because he's won. He's a Democrat. Now, the Republicans aren't sounding the alarm, and they're their biggest blockers. You guys got to understand, they're the biggest blockers we have right now in this country. Does that tell you there's some kind of uniparty here or some entity that's taken our votes from us? And it's machines. They have to go. Clint, is there any other? Tell us what you told the Netherlands. Is there any other solution? Obviously, you're an expert in the case, and we're going to blame you for starting all these algorithms, okay. but... <laughs> but, but they, what would be, is there any other solution if someone comes, you know what, let's use blockchain and we're going to use a computer and we're all going to stare at it. Is there any other solution to get? There is no other solution. You have to get rid of the machines, hand count paper ballots at the precinct level. Yes, that's it, everybody, huh? Record that so that everybody can count it themselves because the verification is important. Don't let them take the boxes home. You know, I mean, I don't know if you're watching 2004 uh, in Ohio. They had to file a bunch of lawsuits in order to be able to recount it. Ten people going to jail because they were matching the ballots to the recount. So, well, you just well, said you do, because that's your job. And if it doesn't match, you didn't do your job right. Right. So we're letting the guy that's going to be blamed for the failure do the investigation to prove he did a good job. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> That's exactly right. What you just said, though, now I never, I never asked the planner. He said two things there that I've been telling you all. Hand counted, paper ballots hand counted in front of, you're, not, you're going back in time, but you're adding one thing to it. These little cameras, a camera so we can all watch like we watch city council meetings live. Right. Like you, you can watch live anywhere. You put a couple cameras up. That is the audit. If it doesn't match, you go rewind the cameras, okay? Right. I was just in the back. And, I, and, uh, and I, you're talking, we're talking about commissioners. That go, you go to them and you say, hey, let's get rid of these machines. And they go, oh, it's going to take so long to count things. France did 70 million people, and they counted in an hour and a half. We have a little more than double that. You know, does it matter if it even would take three days to count by hand count? I'm sure we have enough Democrats and Republicans like it used to be both in the room, and my, that the people, all of us united and say, one, two, everybody see, agree, three. You agree, Clint? Absolutely. And if or, a candidate doesn't think he got the vote, he can count it himself. Said, and then you guys realize you can see your own number that they can't see your name. You can see your vote then go by. There went my vote, my exact vote. Yep, it's there. Well, that's who I voted for. And Clint would be voting for Biden again, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like Biden. What's wrong with him? <laughs> I'm guessing you guys might be voting for the other guy. I'm not sure. <laughs> you guys, this is a mini miracle. This is what, two weeks ago. And I'm telling you, the media cannot bash us anymore and say, oh, it's a conspiracy about those machines. This guy wrote the first algorithm and he's, and he's going, hey, we can't use these. And he's a Democrat, you can't make this up. God sent us a miracle, Clint, thank you. <laughs> Well, actually, he's a miracle. I've been doing this 20 years, and I haven't made 50 foot worth of progress. This guy could put over the top. <laughs>
Well, Clint, thank you. And we're gonna, you're going to be seeing a lot of us two together on the news. Wait a minute. Maybe Fox News? Would you come on Fox, Clint, if they had us on? Why not? You hear that, Sean Hannity? How about this? How about we do a call out to, we'll start with Salem Media. We don't have a chance at Fox News. Salem Media. Salem Media, I'm calling out to the executives right now. This is my call out to you. You cannot, from this day forward, if you don't report this day of this year, this event, that it happened, and this is just news, Salem Media, and then, you know what? We'll see what will happen with all, when you say, oh, Mike's canceled and you're making, you're making revenue splits off my pillow. You better report this news. That's all I'm saying. Really, it's up to you guys. You have to do the hard work. You know, I can get the Democrats. They're already mostly there. They may be a little back office right now, but I can pull them back in. But you guys have to get the hard people. They can get to the people, and this will get to the people spreading the word to watch this. But it's the media. We need help with the media. If you can get to the left media where they won't attack us together, that's what I'm counting on right away. Won't it be something? I'll bet you we get the left media pulled over together first. I really do. You know, they're the ones. How are they going to bash you, Clint? Wait till the headlines tomorrow. We need both. Clint's turn on us, everybody. Clint's turn. <laughs> and did you know he wrote the first algorithms? But they, we stopped it back then. We have different machines. <laughs> yeah. They're out of Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. You guys can do it, though. You really can. If you can get the Republicans to say they want hand-counted paper ballots, don't go into all the other stuff. You know, don't go into little peripherals. We can argue about that later. Absolutely. Just get rid of the things we can agree on. Get it done. Knock it out. And then we'll argue again. Right. That's you right. Know? That's right. God bless you. I mean, he, we'll hold hands until then. <laughs> Mark, one thing. I like when he said, don't talk about the other. Just focus on this. Because one of the things that happened also in Louisiana, when I didn't finish the story about the gal that had the handicap. I was with another guy, and he's here. And we were out in Nevada. We actually for the, uh, the sheriff's thing out there. And he came out to me, he goes, well, we're, we're getting it all figured out for the paper ballots and stuff for the handicap. We're gonna use braille ballots. I go, what? I go, what about if they have other handicaps where they can't even get there? If they have, you know, their leg, no legs, no arm, whatever. You know what I mean? And I said, here's what we do with that. Every law is different on that anyway in every state. That has to stay whatever the law is, you know, whatever that is. If there's a machine there, that's the way it is right now. That, you, that is a thing that have the legislatures will have to change that. Right. That's not the smoke and gun. The smoke and gun is terminate the machines. Right. And that's what we're going to do. Thank you, Clint. God bless you. Yes, sir. Oh, thank you. Let's give him the biggest hand of the... Oh!